Well, good morning. I got to tell you, I'm a little bit excited today. I'm going to warn you, I'm a little bit excited today. Um, I, I, fair warning, I may get a little bit loud today. I may shed some tears, that's a given. I may sweat a little bit, that's a given. But I'm excited today. I'm excited to share with you what I think God wants me to share with you. You know, it's, it's been awesome being up here preaching, and I'm not saying that God doesn't work in my life when I'm usually preaching, but, but I don't always get this thumb in my back that I need to share something. And last week I did. And so I'm excited to share this with you this morning. So let's just start off. It's graduation Sunday and say congratulations to our graduates, Cameron, Bryson, Deborah. Congratulations. You guys made it through this phase. You made it through high school. You made it through college. And for some of you, it was high school, and it was getting up early, and it was being at school all day, and it was, it was doing all the tests and all the work. Congratulations on making it through that. And for, for Deborah and for others, I'm sure it was college. It was that time of experiencing freedom for the first time and being on your own but still having classes but being able to sleep in a little bit. And, and I'll never forget my time in high school in, in Nashville at, at um, Hume Fogg Academic Magnet School. That just sounds cool, doesn't it? Don't I just sound like a stud, like Hume Fogg Academic Magnet School? But it was a good school, and I'll never forget the, the basketball games, and I'll never forget going to the soccer games, and I'll never forget hanging out in class and all that stuff. But that chapter of your life is over. And I'll never forget Trevecca, my time there at, at Trevecca Nazarene University, and getting out on my own and getting to make some decisions for myself. I'll never forget how class and chapel were just a staple of my life there. And I'm kind of joking, because... <laughs> Maybe I didn't go enough. But, but that's a chapter of your life that's over. You've done the hard work. You've made it. Congratulations. And, and so you've made it through this point of your life. And so that brings up an important question for you today if you're a graduate. And I'm going to ask it of all of us. And that's this question. What's next? What's Next, you've reached this pinnacle, you've finished this point, you're done with school, you're done with your training, what's next? If, you're in, if you finished high school, maybe it's college, maybe it's getting a job, maybe it's military, I don't know, but you've finished high school, that chapter is over, it's time to ask the question, what's next? Or if you finish college, it's getting a job or moving out on your own or becoming what they say, starting to adult, adulting, becoming an adult. What's next? Well, that brings us to where we are today. And if I could sum up today's message in just one phrase, then I would say to the graduates, but I would stop and I would say to all of the rest of us, this one phrase sums up everything I'm going to be talking about today, and that's this. It's time to move forward. It's time to move forward. If you just graduated, if you just finished up school, it's time to move forward. For the rest of us, it's time to move forward. If you're a graduate, it's time to go. 
It's time to grow up. It's time to become independent. It's, you may not feel ready, you may not have it all figured out, but it's time to take that next step. Are there any parents in here that want to say amen to that? Are there any parents of graduates from five or ten years ago that want to say amen? It's time to move forward, it's time to grow up, it's time to become independent, right? It's time to move forward. Now maybe some of you are feeling a little nostalgic this morning, your baby graduated, your baby's grown up. Well, give it a couple weeks or months, and I think you'll be ready to say, it's time to grow up. It's time to move forward. So let me just start with this simple point this morning. There are times in our life where you come to a certain point, but you can't stay at that point. You have to continue to move forward. This could be graduating. This could be a career opportunity or a career change. This, this could be a relationship in your life. There comes a time in your life where you come to a certain point where you reach a pinnacle or a moment and you can't stay there. You have to move forward. Well, we're, we're working in our, our last week of the family business, and through the family business, we've been talking about the story of the Israelites as they got ready to and as they entered into the promised land. And so we're going to look at um, Joshua chapter 1 today. And what's happening here, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, Moses has passed away, and in Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9, we get the commissioning of Joshua. And so let's read this together. In verse 1 it says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert of, to Lebanon um, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God's commissioning Joshua. See, Joshua's been trained. Joshua's been through school. He's been the protege, the aide, as the scripture says, for Moses for years. And he's graduating into a leadership role. He's not the, the sidekick anymore. But God comes to Joshua and says, Joshua, it's your time. Can we just all be honest and say that this is a little bit scary if you're Joshua? Have you ever been in a place where, where 
You, you came to a place where you felt like you had to move forward, that God was calling you to something, and the task in front of you looked pretty huge. And God comes to Joshua, who's been with Moses, who's trained, who's been there for miracles, who's led the Israelites in battle, who's been with Moses when he's talked to God, and God comes to Joshua and says, it's time. You're going to lead the people now. And that's a big moment, but it's a scary moment. It's a huge moment, but God says it's time to move forward. Now, I've mostly talked to the graduates so far, but I'm not just talking to graduates today. I want to talk to the church today that it's time to move forward. We've been talking about the family business over the last month, month and a half or so, and last week, Dale's sermon was great, and we took a look at what happened in our church over the last year. And it was a great year in the church. We've been without a pastor for the majority of that year. But as Dale shared last week, good things have happened. We've had great giving, record giving or almost record giving last year. We had good attendance. We, we had 16 professions of faith. Last week, we... We saw the story of Annie and what God has done in Annie's life and what an awesome, powerful story of how God has moved in Annie's life through Dale and through our church. It was a great year. But guess what? Dale's point last week was not for us to sit around and feel good about ourselves. Dale's point last week was that we need to be about the kingdom business. We need to move forward. We need to be productive. And so, as great as last year was, as much as we have to celebrate, as great as the giving was, as great as the attendance was, as great as stories like Annie's was, we haven't arrived. That's the first thing you need to see today. We haven't arrived. We are not at the finish line. We have not made it yet. We're not at a place where we can sit back and say, woo, we're here. We haven't made it yet. One of the biggest problems that I see in churches is when we think we've arrived, when we think we've made it, when we think we're where we need to be. There are a lot of churches that get stuck in what's happened in the past. There are a lot of churches that get stuck in where they're at and what they're comfortable with. There are a lot of churches that get stuck thinking they've arrived. They start to take a break. And I don't believe that's where God wants us. I believe God wants his church to move forward. I believe that as great as last year was, God wants us to move forward. I believe that God has bigger and better things for us. I'm excited about this. And so we haven't arrived. Just as the Israelites were called forward to move towards the promised land, we are called to move towards building God's kingdom. We are called to move forward, not to stay here. God is calling us forward. See, the Israelites had come a long way. They'd been in slavery, and God called them out, and then they were in the desert, and God had done miracle after miracle, and things had happened, and they had come all this way, and they're on the edge of the promised land, and God says, hey, it's time to move forward. You haven't arrived. You're not there yet. This is a familiar story in my life. Can I be honest with you? 
I'm, I'm not perfect. I haven't arrived. I'm not there yet. I remember Megan and I got married in 2004, and we went on our honeymoon, and we got back, and a couple days later, we moved to South Carolina. And um, I became a youth pastor, and I had had three years of, of training at Trevecca, and I had gotten to sit under great professors, and I heard lecture after lecture and different stories, and I had all of this ammo for ministry, and I was ready to go. And I started ministering there in South Carolina, and it was great, and things were awesome, and I was enjoying it, but I didn't move forward. And can I be honest with you and say that after like about three years of being there, I hadn't grown much, I hadn't moved forward, I was kind of relying on where I was, and I got to a point that I was really frustrated, and I was feeling stuck, and I was feeling complacent, and I sat in St. Louis at NYC, and I, I, was, I was struggling. I wanted to move forward. And I was asking God, hey, help me move forward. And I felt God clearly say to me, not, not an audible voice, but I clearly felt God saying to me, you need to move forward. And so I committed to God for the next year to move forward, to work harder, to stretch myself. And for a year I was there in South Carolina, and then God called me here to Westchester. And I've been to Westchester almost nine years now. And it's been a great time. I love working with the young adults. Sometimes I, I want to bang my head against the wall. But I love it here. I love this church. I love the young adults. It's been a great time. But a couple years ago, I started to feel God calling me to move forward. I started to feel this pull that it's time to move forward. And then you all know about 10 months ago, pastor took another position and left, and we got into this transition, and I started to feel like it's time to move forward. I got that feeling of it's time to go, it's time to move forward. And God started stretching me, and God called me forward, and I got to a place where I'm doing this a lot, and it's not something I'm used to, but God has been stretching and moving in my life. And guess what? It's uncomfortable. Guess what? At times it's scary. But I don't want anything else. I don't want to stop moving. I don't want to stay where I was in South Carolina. I don't want to stay on the teachings of my college professors. I don't want to stay where I was when I came here nine years ago. I don't want to stay where I was two years ago. I want to move. I want God to stretch me. That's exactly where I want to be. God's plan is not for us to stay complacent. God wants us to move forward. As I was looking through graduation stuff, I came up on this quote, and I really like it. It's not a Christian quote. It's by Alan Alda, and it, 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 I think there's some things that could be changed about it, but this is what it says. It says, you have to leave the city of your comfort and go into the wilderness of your intuition. You can't get there by bus, only by hard work and risk and by not quite knowing what you're doing. But what you'll discover will be wonderful what you'll discover will be yourself. Now, I love this quote. It's not perfect. I want to put a spin on it here this morning, but I love this quote because the truth of the matter is, for us to go from where we were to where God wants us to be, there's no bus for that. 
There's no shortcut for that. There's no easy way. We can't lazy our way into becoming who God wants us to be. We can't sit around and be comfortable and stay in the same place and luck our way into becoming who God wants us to be. We have to leave our place of comfort and go into the wilderness. And it's uncomfortable. And the Israelites found that out the hard way because they spent 40 years traveling through the desert. And they struggled, but it was a journey. And guess what? We've kind of found that out the hard way too, haven't we? When we started this transition process, we planned for about four months. And, and we got about four months ahead and we thought, we'll be good then. We'll probably be getting a pastor around then. And we got to the end of four months and guess what? Time to plan a couple more months. And then guess what? Time to plan a couple more months. And it seems like, it, you know, we're on this journey and it hasn't been exactly what we expected it. But God has called us forward. There's no shortcut for us to become who God wants us to be from where we were. We can't do it by being comfortable. And so to become who God wants us to be, we have to leave our place of comfort and step out in faith and trust God. And then the, the last part of that quote is, is what I really love, because it says, if I can get my notes turned here, it says, what you'll discover will be wonderful. What you'll discover will be yourself. See, sometimes the frustration of the journey, sometimes the difficulty of the journey, sometimes the difficulty of the process is where we learn and grow the most. And so it's not always comfortable, and it's not always easy. And there's no shortcut, but guess what? As God is shaping us into who God wants us to be, we're learning who we are and who our God is and what our family business is all about. And it gives us perspective. God calls us to move forward. God had been with the Israelites for many years. He had done great things, but they hadn't arrived. And just like the Israelites, we haven't arrived. And so God calls us to move forward. The second thing is this that we see in the scripture. We can't forget what this business is all about. And that's what Dale was talking about last week. We've talked about this throughout. We can't forget what this business is all about. The scripture says, be careful to obey all the law of my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. And so God says, keep this in front of you. Keep studying. Keep the book of law in front of you. Don't forget who you are. Why is God saying that? Why do they have to talk about it? Why do they have to study it? Why do they have to memorize it? Why do they have to live it? Because it's too easy to lose track. It's too easy to get off course. It's too easy on the journey to make it about something that it's not. Can I just have a moment of honesty with you today? That's a good place for honesty, isn't it, from the pulpit? This last week, I kind of lost track of where I was going. And last week, I sat right over here and, and really felt God moving. But over the last week, I kind of got to a place where I was more focused on what was happening around me. And I was more focused on what was going on in my life. And I lost track of what it was all about. And last night, 
this was happening. Because God said it's not about that. It's time to move forward. And last night I was driving around in my car with tears coming down my face because I want to be on track. I don't want to take the shortcut. I don't want to get lost. I don't want to get caught up in myself. I want to move forward. It's too easy to lose track. We have to know what the business is all about. We have to keep it in front of us. We have to talk about God. We have to talk about what God has done. We have to talk about what God is doing. We have to talk about it with our family. We have to talk about it at work. We have to talk about it with our friends. We have to keep it in front of us and know what the family business is all about. And so God calls us forward. We are called to move forward, and we have to remember what it's all about. But the third thing we see in the Scripture is this, and this is, this is an interesting calling. We are called to be strong and courageous. This is repeated three times in, this, in these nine verses. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Why the repeated warning? Why did they have to say it three times? Be strong and courageous. I'll tell you why. Because when God calls you to move forward, it's scary. These Joshua and the Israelites were standing on the edge of the promised land, and sure, it's the promised land, but guess what? There's giants over there. There's people there that don't like us. It's unknown. We don't know what we're getting ourselves into. And God says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Listen, moving forward is an uncomfortable place to be. It's a lot easier to hunker down and stay where we were last year. It's a lot easier to be comfortable in your faith. It's a lot easier to sit still and do what works for you. Moving forward is an uncomfortable place. Who knows what lies ahead? We could see failure. We could, we could encounter hardships. We could struggle. It's not easy. But here's the best news of the day. And, and I'm excited just to say this to you. The be strong and courageous, the do not be afraid, is not all that the Scripture says. It says three times, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. But then in verse 5 it says this, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. And in verse 9 it says again, For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Be strong and courageous because God is with you. We go to Kings Island as a family sometimes. And Eli is, is tall enough now to ride pretty much any ride in Kings Island. And if you're a parent, then you know the struggle of trying to get your kids to ride rides with you. And Eli last year hit that point where he could ride any of the rides. And, and you know what? When I would say, hey, Eli, let's go on the Diamondback, which is the best roller coaster at Kings Island, right? It's awesome. I said, let's go on the Diamondback. But Eli looks at it and says, ah, it's pretty, pretty tall. It's going pretty fast. We're not really strapped in. I mean, like, there's no sides. And I'm like, Eli, be strong and courageous. You can do it. Be strong and courageous. It's going to be awesome. But here's the thing. I don't just say, hey, Eli, be strong and courageous. Go ride that ride. I go with him. I hold his hand. I'm right there with him. 
And I say, Eli, have I ever let you down? Have I ever made you do something that wasn't going to be okay for you? you got to trust me. Here's the thing. Don't you get it? It's scary to go over into the promised land. It's scary when God calls us to move forward. But guess what else is scary? The Egyptians in slavery. Guess what else is scary? The work that they put on them. Guess what else is scary? When they were being chased by chariots and horses and warriors. Guess what else was scary? When they came to the Red Sea and the waters parted. Guess what else was scary? When they were hungry in the desert. When they were thirsty in the desert. But guess what? Over and over again, God was with them. And so God says, be strong and courageous. I will be with you. Here's the thing. When God calls us to move forward, God goes with us. And so God is calling us to move forward. God calls us to know what our business is all about. But when God calls us to move forward, God goes with us. And God's plan for the Israelites was not to stay right outside the promised land. God's call to the Israelites was not to settle for something less than God's best. And I've got news for you this morning. God's plan for us is not to settle for what we did last year or the year before, or the year before that. God's plan for us as a church is not to sit here and talk about what's happened in the past or to feel like we've made it. God wants to call us toward building the kingdom. God wants to call us forward. So what does that mean for us here this morning? Let's go back to the graduates. Congratulations, but this isn't your pinnacle. This isn't the end of it. This is a step in the direction, and God wants to call you to move forward and to take responsibility. Now for you individually, what does this mean for us, that God calls us to move forward? What does it mean for each and every one of you? What does it mean for me? What does God want for, to do in you in the next year? Do you ever ask that question? God, what do you want to do in my life in the next year? It's time to step out in faith. It's time to share your faith. It's time to get out of your comfort zone. It's time to serve in ways that you've never served. It's time to give generously. It's time to do something bold. It's time to move forward. Do you understand that today? God wants to call you to move forward, not to be comfortable in, in where you are, not to think that you've made it, but God wants you to move forward. I'll never forget this past year. I'll never forget the times that God has called me from one place to move forward. I'll never forget what's happened over the last 10 months. And honestly, like I said earlier, it's been difficult at times. It's been scary at times. It's been frustrating at times. But I'll never forget what God has done in my life. And I've said this over and over again lately. I don't want it to stop. And I'm not talking about a position. I'm talking about I don't want God to stop moving. I don't want to be comfortable. I don't want to stay in one place. I want God to call me and change me and to move me. I want to stay uncomfortable. If you're here this morning, God wants you to move forward. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how many years you've been in the church. You haven't made it yet. You haven't crossed the finish line. God wants to call you forward. And no matter how good your year was last year, no matter how much you gave or how many great things you did or how many people you brought to Christ, God wants you to grow and move forward. And now for the part that I'm really excited about. 
to talk to the church. We haven't arrived. We had a great year last year. You all gave, you all showed up, you were a great church. And guess what? I believe that as great as last year was, I believe that God wants to call us to something greater. I believe that last year was just a step in the right direction, and I believe God wants to call us to something much bigger. I believe that God wants to do something in this community, in the people's lives around this church. I believe God wants to use Westchester Church to do amazing things. God is calling us forward. God is moving. I've been saying this lately. Everyone I talk to, I say, man, God's been doing something. Over Easter, I couldn't help but feel that God was working in incredible ways. Get on board with it. God's moving. And if you haven't felt it, I'm sorry, you're missing it. Get on board with it. Because God wants to do great things. So last year, we had 16 of faith. And that's a great number. It's great that new people came to the Lord and came to our church for the first time and came to experience a relationship with God. But I don't know about you. I was sitting right over here in the third row. And when Dale was talking about all the great things that happened last year, I wasn't sitting there thinking, yeah, uh, we're awesome. I had goosebumps. I had goosebumps. Because I believe that God has so much more for us. I believe that God wants so much more for us. I believe that God wants us to blow those numbers out of the water. And it's not about numbers. It's about building the kingdom. I believe God wants that number of professions of faith, of people that have come to know the Lord for the first time, to skyrocket. I believe that God wants to use this church. I believe that God wants to call us forward. Are you ready for that? Are you on board? Are you ready to move forward and to get uncomfortable and to get outside of your comfort zone and to stop relying on what happened in the past and to stop worrying about your own comfort? Are you ready to be called to move forward? Let's be a church that God is moving in. Let's be a church that when other people see what's happening, they can't help but want to be a part of what God is doing here. God is moving. I can't sit still. I was sitting over here. I don't know if any of you saw me. I was sitting over here like jittery. My chest was tight because I couldn't wait to get up here and share this with you because I can't sit still. I think God wants to move. And I don't care if we're in transition. I don't care where we go tomorrow. I don't care what happens. God wants to move in this church. Let's go. Turn to the person next to you and say, let's move forward. Do it. Say it loud. Let's move forward. Come on. God wants us to go. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for these great people that have come this morning. And I thank you, Lord, that that you've laid this on my heart and that you've been challenging me. And I thank you, Lord, that even when you call me into difficult situation and you call me into areas that I don't think I can handle... I thank you that you're with me. I thank you that that when you ask me to go on a roller coaster, Lord, you're holding my hand the whole way. When you ask me to face giants in my life, when you call me to an uncomfortable place, you're with me. And so, Lord, I pray that you would call us forward. 
I pray that we wouldn't be okay with what's happened in the past. I pray that we wouldn't be okay with being comfortable in what we want and what our preferences are. And we wouldn't feel like we've made it, Lord, but I pray that you would call us forward. Do it in each one of us, Lord personally call us to grow closer to you, call us to a new level of relationship with you that spills out around us. And Lord, for our church, I pray that you would call us to new heights, not numbers, not success, not any of that stuff, but that you would move in a way that's unmistakable that we can't explain and that you would call us to you, Lord. Help us to be your church. Help us to be your light in the world around us. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. Amen.